This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omar Saleh and Hani Balkis on Pulse 95. Future Talk. Welcome back to Pulse 95. You're listening to Future Talk with myself. Hannibal Qais and Omnia Saleh. And it's a very special day in the studios right here in the city of Sharjah, the heart of Sharjah. Isn't that right, Omnia? Yes, indeed. Because apart from our special guest today, today marks one year worth of Future Talk. It is the 365th episode. And I mean, it's only fair that we... To do something special. Exactly. Now, Unusual now, guests. Now, Omnia, what, what do we usually do? On Future Talk, what do we talk about? Well, on Future Talk, we're discussing everything from artificial intelligence to the Internet of Things to robotics. And it only sounds fitting that on the 365th episode, we have an actual robot in the studios of Pulse95. Because of all the robots that were designed by our human will and vision, humanoid robots definitely have a special place. Because unlike all their other... Oh, he's making his presence known. Unlike all other AI companions, <laughs> these robots uh, definitely are the closest to us human beings that we could possibly have. Uh, they're able to talk like us, walk like us, and even express a wide range of emotions. And today, Roboti, the robot guest that we have in our studios, is definitely going to show you just how similar uh, robots can be to human beings. And to tell us more about Roboti, uh, we have with us in the studios of Pulse95, the director of Robotic Generation, Sergey Mimis. And also joined with him is the project manager, Nabil Khanane, who is going to be telling us all about the etiquette of speaking to a humanoid robot why do many people tend to disrespect such robots um, but also about all the different types of uh, functions and jobs that humanoid robots can have in today's day and age welcome to the show hello everyone. Hello, hello guys it's a pleasure having you all and uh, omnia it's, it's a very interesting day i'm excited to get into conversation with roboti yes indeed maybe he can give us a word or two hello Robot. Robot, and this is Pulse 95, the heart of Sharjah. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. We, he, we definitely heard it here first. Um, and that's exactly why we're going to leave you with Can't Stop the Feeling, but we'll be right back on Pulse 95. You're listening to Pulse 95. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omar Saleh and Hani Balkis on Pulse 95. Hey there, you're listening to Future Talk on Pulse 95 Radio and I am your co-host Primabot, the service robot. How are you doing, Hanny and Omnia? We're doing great. Thank you, Roboti, for the introduction on today's show. We are very excited to meet you. Aren't we? Honestly. Very glad to meet you as well. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) It's definitely interesting to have a conversation with a robot, but little do people know, he actually, or yeah, he is a he today, right? Um, He does have a lot to share. So what's the weather like today, Roboti? What's the weather like today, Roboti? The temperature now is 25 degrees, broken clouds. You know... Good weather is where Pulse 95 is. Oh, that's 
basically said نورت المكان احنا نورنا المكان he actually knows how to play with words honey I like him already absolutely right oh thank you I love to dance I love to dance as well he'll dance for you don't dance okay not now maybe in a little bit I think he's enjoying the beats a bit too much but can you tell us a joke Roboti can you tell us a joke Roboti I had a terrible dream of a dystopian future where robots controlled every aspect of our lives. Luckily, I was awakened by my Tesla. <laughs> so look at the future of that. A robot is being driven by an autonomous car, a Tesla. Quite literally, and he's making jokes about it. But uh, Roboti is Have not... a wonderful day. Thank you. It is a wonderful day because we have you. Um, but not only can he tell jokes and tell us what the weather is like, but he can also inform us about a few outbreaks that are happening in the world, one of them being the coronavirus. Yeah, Roboti, do you have any idea about the coronavirus? Dog eat dog and robot love people. Yes. All right. Do you have any idea about the coronavirus? I'm not a doctor. But my advice to you if you feel the common signs of infection include respiratory symptoms, fever, cough, shortness of breath and breathing difficulties, please make sure that you visit a doctor for a checkup. Standard recommendations to prevent infection spread include regular hand washing, covering mouth and nose when coughing and sneezing, thoroughly cooking meat and eggs, Avoid close contact with anyone showing symptoms of respiratory illness such as coughing and sneezing. Thank you for informing us, Roboti. I mean, honestly, he is being deployed in I'm New York. delighted to hear kind <laughs> words. Kind words come well, from you, actually. He, and he's also very polite. Um, the interesting thing about him is actually he's being deployed in, in New York on the Times Square to give people a different advice about how can they protect themselves from the coronavirus. But to tell us more about uh, this humanoid bot we have with us in the studios of Pulse95, uh, the director of Robotic Generation, Mr. Sergey Memes and the project manager Nabil Khanani. Can you tell us a little bit about what is a humanoid bot? What makes them so different from their other AI companions? Uh, so first of all, like humanoid, uh, the name of the humanoid robot is talk itself actually. So the robot is uh, humanoid robot. It's the robot which is looks maximum as a human mm. actually. Uh, so this is the this is I think. Yeah, he looks pretty big. He looks like he works out. <laughs> yeah, the, he's yeah. a muscle. So I, I mean, how uh, much how much does he weigh? You told me around a hundred and. Oh, actually, one hundred sixty something kg. He's, yeah. he's a pretty big guy. He it's is a, very fat. Season. <laughs> very muscled, yeah, yeah, and see, no fat. No fat? Are we sure about that? Honestly, steel I mean... Steel abs. Steel, steel oh, abs. he has some steel abs. Um, but as you mentioned, what makes humanoid bots very uh, special is the fact that they resemble us human beings as much as possible. Um, how many facial expressions can Roboti mimic? Oh, so he can uh, express uh, sad, he can uh, laugh, uh, he can smile, yeah, he can uh, uh, wonder, actually. Uh, so, uh, be sad, I say it already. Mm-hmm. So, depends how human behave to him, how the human talk to them, uh, t- uh, to the robot. So, accordingly to that, so his reply, like, is just if you ask him, like, as you see now, uh, to say a joke, so he was smiling on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, one uh, important motion, in my opinion of the robot, this is motion of the love, uh, especially uh, when he robots see the ladies, 
Uh, he's showing the hearts and all his <laughs> Charismatic. He's, he's a charismatic all, guy. You know, he's also, he can get shy. When we first met, <laughs> sounds like I'm meeting my husband for the first time, but when we first met, he actually would, the way his he's eyes... He's nodding his head, by the way. Oh, wow. Yes. The way his eyes were moving, it's like he's moving up and down, His the sides of his head turned yellow, um, and Nabil actually told me that he was a bit shy. Yeah. So it's quite interesting. But what do the different colors that are surrounding his head mean? Uh, that's just to show the interaction that mm. the robot uh, to express the, that uh, robot uh, think about something or there is a process of the uh, voice recognition actually it's just now, to help the interaction now, now when building a robot or a humanoid is the most har- the hardest part the programming the build f- structure wh- what goes through the process of building a humanoid robot Oh, actually, here is uh, we can say that it's a collaboration yeah. between the mechanical parts and uh, hardware parts and software parts. We cannot say that something is more important uh, than uh, they all. They all fall in one place. Yeah, exactly. So, like, uh, let's suppose uh, uh, whatever advanced motors or uh, some uh, uh, parts, uh, hardware parts you will have on the robot, but it needs uh, software support to mm. uh, communicate each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so just we cannot say it's like 50-50, it's combination, it should work together and come Every, Everything complements itself. Uh, that's that's right. I like that. Yes, indeed. But what uh, what is interesting about Robot is he's actually very polite, and he appreciates those who uh, are polite with him. So we're gonna be coming back to talk about the etiquette of speaking to a humanoid bot. Should we be rude or should we be respectful? Do they have emotions or do they not? If you have any questions for Roboti and his creators, make sure you text us in on four two one five. But we're gonna be back right here on Future Talk. Only on Pulse. 95. Pulse 95. Future Talk. With only Al Saleh and Hany Balkis on Pulse 95. Pulse. Welcome back to Pulse 95. You're listening to Future Talk. And today's a special day. First, it is the 365th episode of Future Talk and... It's not every day we bring a robot, or as should I say, a humanoid robot, to the studios at Pulse95. Yes, indeed, because we've always talked about robots as being a part of our future, but mm. today they're living with us uh, on Future Talk. And uh, what makes humanoid bots very different is that they are very similar to us humans. They walk like us, they can talk like us. Some of them are actually able to. I wonder to if they can do the robot dance. <laughs> oh, we should see yeah. that. We should have that filmed. Um, but some of them can even remember when they last spoke to you. But today's guest is one of a kind. Uh, we're going to be talking to Roboti himself and the creators of Roboti, the director of Robotic Generation, Sergey Maimus, and uh, the project manager, Nabil Khnane. But uh, let's learn a little bit about now, what does he do? Now, now Roboti, actually, he did have a big audience when he came to the Pulse95 oh, Studios. Yes. So when he was walking through the halls, everyone in the offices, they jumped out, taking pictures, taking videos. He had a lot of fans. He had a lot of fans. I mean, he's more popular than me, and I've been working <laughs> here for quite some time now. Yes, indeed. But Roboti, do you want to tell us a little bit about what is it that you you do apart from being today's co-host so what do you do apart from being a co-host on Pulse 95 I'm helping people I am a real robot what what jobs can you do I can work in hospitals hotels airports 
building security, and others more. It is great that having solar power on your back does not lead neither to obesity nor to overcharge. I mean, uh, robots, you're far from obese. You're looking pretty <laughs> built to me. And uh, I, I want to ask you uh, how the hardware and software goes into play. Uh, so then, actually, about the if you are talking about hardware and software, we talk already. So it's uh, actually important. Actually, it's important. Both are important. Uh, so for the uh, for the moment now, a lot of big companies are investing huge sources and a lot of money uh, to software parts uh, about to analyze the information which you will mm -hmm. upload and which you will give to the robot. Yeah, so it's like a self-learning first of all, and the second like what the information you will upload directly to the robot. Uh, and here is uh, actually the idea of this concept that the robot. Uh, will analyze uh, the books and if you, he so, can talk about so so I, so I could feed the robot a USB PDF file mm -hmm. of a book that's right that's right and you can uh, and you can talk about then it, have like a converse, ask his opinion a conversation about, yeah. with it that's, the, that's crazy uh, this is the idea which is uh, hopefully uh, will happen soon mm -hmm. uh, so and uh, on this stage already will be more important uh, for the developers of the robot it will be a more important hardware part actually mm. how how nature the robot will move and uh, how advanced it will be because already it will be a solution about mm. analytic of information it's quite interesting yeah. because as you mentioned the software or the license is already there so they're basically playing with the hardware to make sure that the bot can do more than just let's say read a book or do any of the routinic jobs that we are used to have automated yeah from the past of uh, but again, here is the software will be important um, as a sample. I say it, it will be important for uh, for conversation, for mm. uh, for interaction with a robot, human to robot. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, uh, hardware also needs the support of the software, mm. whatever the any moving parts, any any parts of the robot actually mm -hmm. that uh, will be implemented, it should be supported by software. It's already not about the interaction with the human, this is just that it will be uh, used in the system. Now, now we focus a lot on human to robot interaction. Is there any robot to robot interaction? Oh. Can we see them talk to each other? Oh, we tried once actually we got uh, two robots in Saudi Arabia in Riyadh yeah uh, so we put two robots together and they start to talk each other so, it was so they like, can have a conversation uh, with oh, one another. yeah but, but do they understand uh, that they're talking to a robot and not a human um, actually uh, not really yeah so they recognize the voice of each other and uh, reply or whatever <laughs> they recognize so hi how are you so, and the next one is replied, oh, I'm good, thank you, what about <laughs> you? So, uh, but it looks like a human-to-human -human conversation, which was very interesting. That, uh, that, that, that's nice. You know, I, what else I'm thinking about is that in the near future, <laughs> could we see... Uh, Them teaming up against us. Something, something like that, like a reception, inf information desk. For example, Roboti, he can do, let's say he, he, for example, he gets papers, and then another robot gets, prints the papers. So you can, they can interact with each, with each other, communicate with each other, say, can you go get print that paper and they print that paper? Uh, actually, like, in case of the robots, it will be a little bit an easier way. Uh, the one robot who needs to print the paper, he can be connected by Wi-Fi or Bluetooth with a printer already and he can Ooh. send it. Uh, it's already, it's not in the nearest future, already yeah. it's uh, a ready case. 
uh, that the robot can do such of the mm -hmm. office work or uh, like customer service Definitely. work. Yeah. Do you ever find, do you ever find, let's say, both robots arguing with one another? Do you find robotic fights, clashes? Sometimes when people are saying like, I want to kill you or I want to hurt you, the robot gets angry. Ooh. As we said, we have a robot has emotions, like it can express emotions, so he can get angry. And so I think, uh, what's it called? Sergey also mentioned that he can actually put on a defense mechanism. Exactly. So can you tell us a bit about it? Yeah, like just, uh, he just trying to protect himself. If you uh, say like aggressively, I'm going to fight you, let's say. So he will take a safety position, defense position. Yes, like to close his face by his eyes and uh, to say like, even do not try to do that. Uh, uh, actually, here is, uh, you know, um, the robot reply uh, that as a joke to human, mm. it's not uh, looks aggressively, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, here is a uh, people are, should be polite to the robots also. So this is the important thing yeah. like as a culture to talk uh, as a human to human and also human now actually, oh my God, but human to robot. Actually, <laughs> yeah. And this is exactly what we're going to be coming back to talk about. How should we speak to our humanoid bot friends? Because right now they're not you know they're not that widespread in our society we see them quite often more often than before uh, but they're gonna be even more popular in just a few years so we're gonna be coming back to talk all about how should we be speaking to our humanoid bots and virtual assistants if you have any questions make sure you text us in on 4215 yes and if you cannot text us in at 4215 at pulse 95 radio on instagram do message us we're gonna ask Robotic and the creators all your questions so tune in right here on pulse 95 you're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hani Balkas on Pulse 95. Future Talk. Hey there. You're listening to Future Talk on Pulse 95 Radio and I am your co-host Primabot, the service robot. How are you doing, Hani and Omnia? Very thoughtful of you, uh, Promobot. I appreciate your kind words and welcome back to the studio. I came from Earth. What a beautiful planet we have. Well, surprisingly, I did too. I called the hospital, <laughs> but the line was dead. <laughs> He's very uh, reflective today, let's say that, about Roboti. Um, but to tell us more about Roboti and uh, the different jobs he has on this planet Earth that he loves, um, we have with us in the studios of Pulse95 the project manager of Robotic Generation, Nabil Khnani, and uh, the director of Robotic Generation, Sergey Mamis. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Um, so let's kick this se segment off by talking a little bit about where do we see uh, Roboti and his brothers or sisters? Uh, where has he been implemented, whether it is in education, um, you know, in an education sector or even in different businesses? Where can we find uh, such humanoid bots? So the targeted uh, integration of uh, these robots is the customer service, about the customer service mm -hmm. and uh, to consult the people mm. about uh, different subjects. Mm -hmm. uh, so if uh, the last, uh, in my mind, the last uh, integration, actually it was in, in New York. Uh, actually, I think Nabil will explain, the robot was consulting about uh, what uh, to do, how better 
to do to protect yourself from the so coronavirus. Like Nabil can explain yeah. it's more detailed. So, so the robot was working in, uh, till now I think he's working in Times Square mm-hmm. in New York. So uh, he's walking in the streets. Mm-hmm. When, he rec- when one person comes to the robot, the robot will start asking him a few questions about the symptoms of the coronavirus. So let's say he's asking him, like, do, do you cough? Do you cough a lot? Like, do you feel fever? Or uh, mm. let's say you have a temp- high temperature. Uh, and if the person says yes, yes, answer yes, all, all mm. of these symptoms, he will uh, refer him to a doctor. Like, he can give him the number or, like, uh, guide him to a location of a uh, uh, closed clinic or hospital. It's interesting that you mentioned this because in China, actually, many robots, just like Roboti, yeah. have been implemented uh, because the one benefit they have uh, is that they can't contract the virus themselves. So they were using them to disinfect streets, uh, to give people advice. So it's interesting that he is capable of doing that so too. But he can't measure people's uh, temperature, can he? He can. Mm. We have few robots that are doing in clinics, mm. but uh, it will not be safe because uh, the robot will not be clean 24 hours out, mm. out, outdoors. It's in public places, yeah. yes. Mm. It, it's especially outside. Uh, it's better to do in uh, designated places. True. Right, actually, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so in general, for uh, uh, medical cases, mm. yes, uh, it's like pre-qualification of the patients. Mm. The robot uh, measures the sugar uh, uh, level in the blood, yeah? mm-hmm. so, uh, blood pressure, uh, so the uh, temperature, body temperature, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and uh, send it to the doctor yeah. before the patient to, to, uh, will go to there. Uh, but uh, for that one case, it, uh, for that case in New York, it was more about to give the information. Awareness. Uh, actually, now it's uh, this information in high demand, yes, around the world. Uh, but uh, the information from the robot is something new and uh, unusual. Yeah, the people always remember better. Uh, some unusual, not typical uh, moments of uh, their life, right? Definitely. Uh, so th- this is the main idea of the organizers of uh, that, to put the robot outside to consult the people. Uh, so, and uh, I hope it's actually, uh, it was a good, positive mm. it's uh, definitely result. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There in New York. So, so what are the advantages and disadvantages of, of having a humanoid robot? Uh, the big advantage is actually it is uh, that the robot uh, never changed the mood, so he's mm. always positive. He's always happy. Uh, never yeah. tired or he frustrated. Needs to be charged actually. If you will, uh, sometimes the robot is jokes even like the best part to be a robot. It's free. Uh, the uh, recharge free of charge. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but uh, yeah, here is the most important things actually. The robot will be charged and always positive and will give the information without mistakes, mm. whatever happened in his life compared mm. to uh, our human humans, being. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the disadvantage actually that the robot needs the services. Mm. Uh, How often would robot need to be serviced? Um, it depends on functionality mm. the robot has. For example, uh, the robots can work as a concierge and to give the access card for the business centers and to give the appointments with the designated people. In this case, needs to sometimes to recharge them, uh, the access cards, mm. uh, access cards in the robot. His body size is limited and so needs to time to time to recharge that. Yeah. So, so, uh, so, so how long does a charge stay on? For, for a body, it is like eight hours. Eight, eight hours, hours for full charge, and the robot can work then like twelve hours. Mm. Oh wow! Uh, so it takes if I sleep eight for hours. Eight, if I sleep for eight hours, I only work for eight hours. No, but uh, I mean like the robot can go charge himself as oh, well, okay. yeah. because it's wireless charging. So mm. he can look for the charging station and he can go back to it. Like. 
and he can work while he's charging as well. Yeah. Um, mm. And another interesting job for Roboti, I heard, is he can also work as a musician. <laughs> can you tell us a bit about how uh, robots, oh, he's adjusting his height now because Gabby, our filmmaker, is standing right next to him and he noticed that he's a bit taller. So not only and, can... <laughs> and he recognized his age as well. So, so I put him in the area of being a male. Th- good thing that we know, Gabby, that you're a male from 25 <laughs> to 31 years old. Is that accurate? Uh. 25 to 31, he got the age uh, range right. Um, But another um, integration for humanoid bots, one of them being Roboti, is the fact that they can also work uh, or create an orchestra of themselves. So can you tell us a little bit about how Roboti's brothers have been drummers and guitarists? (laughs) So uh, this um, case was created by students at one of the universities. here is about um, actually it's kind of education pro- uh, process for the student was also mm-hmm. uh, they create the moving scripts of the robot so just any moving of the robot you can program uh, so like uh, one degree two degree ten degree like how far he will uh, move his hand mm-hmm. uh, so the student create this uh, concept that there are four robots uh, like and together they are a musician band one is play guitar another piano drummer so and uh, what it was an abil- uh, the musicians yeah Guitar. drummers ah two guitars two guitars yeah. guitarists and drummers <laughs> so one can play the bass yeah, they moving uh, their fingers actually like just on the uh, musical instruments to mm. make the sounds actually and they program in the way of moving the robot to make the uh, like uh, musical composition oh, so wow. just it's not just the so sounds we so might have a robot band it's soon a <laughs> it's a already a robot band and now the student actually sell these mm. cases to robots owners wow who can uh, give it for some events like for mm. rent or something like that uh, uh, now with every invention that comes to life, there's definitely a lot of challenges. Um, but when it comes to technology and robotics, there's always been the challenge of how humans should interact with robots. So, I mean, w- when we look at how we treat Alexa or Siri, the virtual assistants, many of us can be uh, quite, let's say, rude to them. You know, we'll just tell them to be quiet or shh enough with the music. So how should we interact with a humanoid bot? Can we be rude? just because they have no emotions or should we try our best to be polite and why well we should we should treat the robots the same way we treat our like fellow friends let's yeah. say i'm talking to sergey now like i will say hi how are you i'll mm. not like say uh, how are you like I'll, like you won't have a, a rough yeah. tone with yeah, with the, yeah because yeah, for me i like to annoy siri a lot <laughs> and ask her weird questions and very uh, uh questions i can't say on air but uh, that's what I like to do with Siri. But obviously with the, ro- with the humanoid robot, especially in the customer care service or the customer service in general, you can't really have a, a tough tone with the robot or else you just might not get your work done. No, I mean, the robot will stay getting yeah. the work done. But like from my experience with the robot, because I've been working with the robot for a bit long time, like I feel for him. Yeah. So I don't want anyone to be like rude to the robot. Yeah. <laughs> The way the hard work he's doing, so it's like not, he deserves he's a, a good treatment. He's a companion now. He yeah. isn't just uh, an object anymore. Yeah. For me, yeah, yeah. See, so that, that that's how we, where we always come back to: should we name he or she to a robot? I personally believe when you have a name for a robot, when you when you give a kind of personal interaction, and that you have a personal level of interaction with the robot, it becomes uh, it's fine to call it a he or a she. True, I, I agree. I, I, I don't like how yeah. we should call it it's. 
I don't like when calling I explain, it. When I explain about the robot to someone or doing presentation, actually, we use he. Uh, mm. yeah. yeah. Or she, like, just... Uh, no, I mean, like, the muscles he have, like, we should use he, for yeah, sure. He, yeah. <laughs> He's well-built. Uh, he deserves to be called a he. About how to behave, in my opinion, so just this is the, uh, just the first step to build the culture mm. of the conversation, like, and this uh, social between robots and uh, people. And I think we need to build it from the beginning to the right way, like to talk and to be polite with the robots, because the robots will stay, I hope, <laughs> for the long time. I the robot will stay, stay polite to people. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. okay, <laughs> okay, I, 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 I mean, see I mean, it. If, if, I if, see where he's going. He wants us to be polite today because once upon a time or one, you know, one day in the future, we might be begging for them yeah. to be polite with us. Or, or machine learning, because, you know, Robots and AI, they like to learn. Oh, yes. So they might learn the tone of voice that we have. Yeah. And, and if, if, if I have a bad tone of voice, like, oops, you're having a bad tone of voice with me. Well, guess what? No, about that, about that, nothing to worry until the robot will start to build the robots, actually. Mm. Oh, okay. So, so we're talking the super AI problem. then. <laughs> It's yeah. like Optimus Prime level. <laughs> Optimus Prime level. I mean, opti- I mean Optimus Prime. Yeah. I want a Bumblebee. I want Bumblebee. <laughs> Me too, well, man. We yeah. have a little At bit least of... At t- Ferrari tells yeah. the robot. <laughs> uh, we s- good thing we still have some time to uh, retrain our minds to be a bit more polite to all the different uh, digital assistants that we have. But we're going to be coming back to talk a little bit more about uh, how humanoid bots like Roboti uh, are segmented into he and she and uh, what is the future of such humanoid bots all this and more is coming up right here on Future Talk only on Pulse and 95 95. you're listening to Pulse 95 Pulse 95 Future Talk Future Talk with Omiya Saleh and Hany Balkas on Pulse 95 We are all trying to remove the barrier that is found between robots and humans. And Roboti today definitely gave us a quick, uh, you know, time travel. We got to see what the future is going to look like. But uh, it's it's been such an honor uh, to have you, the director of Robotic Generation, Sergey Maimus, and uh, the project manager, Nabil Khnani, on our show. Just uh, a quick advice for all of us uh, to end the 365th episode many people like Elon Musk and Hani and I can can be worried about robots taking over our jobs uh, there's always this debate that humans really want robotic friends but at the same time they're really worried about their own careers so is there fear of robots like Roboti taking over our jobs um, honestly I don't think so uh, the, just we implement the robots just to make the you know, life is easier for uh, and to save the time of the uh, people and who can save this valuable time for themselves to uh, to do the things they like uh, so and um, actually the robots what we have like uh, there is an industrial robot which is building the cars or some different uh, objects yes uh, so the human will not uh, build this much accurate anything yet the service robots like humanoid robots Mm -hmm. uh, they will take the uh, routine work actually of the people and the people will uh, do like uh, some creative creative things yes creative jobs which is also development like can do like multitasking in one task like uh, let's say you can uh, print photo like you can print documents can scan documents at the same time like you have a human inside him a printer inside him a 
He can call the person if, let's say, you have a meeting. It's a, it's a helper. I don't like for me. I don't it's think assistant. it's an assistant. I don't. Yeah. I don't think that robots, for the time being, at least, or the yeah. next ten years, fifteen years, they're gonna take over a lot of jobs. Definitely. What they're gonna do is gonna make the jobs easier. I exactly. agree. Any yeah, last exactly. words, promo bots or roboty? Any last words? Are you mad at Hello. I am a robot consultant. <laughs> I can answer your questions, take pictures, and more. That's he's always right. Good to work. He's, exactly. He's, 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 he's a workaholic. He's hard at work. And thank you so much, Robotti, for joining us today. And thank you so much, uh, Nabil and Sergey, for joining us. It's been pleasure such here. an thank honor you, to get to speak to you. But we're definitely going to have to free the air for the one and only Omar al-Duri, who is going to be coming in in just a few moments on the halftime show uh, to tell you more about your mental health, physical health, and definitely nothing to do with robotics. Um, so make sure you stay tuned right here on Pulse. 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.